If you're struggling with setting boundaries or you're feeling overworked and underappreciated, setting the right boundaries in your life can make a massive impact and will get you started off on a good track. It's simple, it's easy, and Leanna and I are here to talk all about setting the right boundaries in your life and the way we set it in ours and hope that it impacts you so that you can start setting boundaries. Hey y'all, welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. My name is David. And I am Leanna. And and we're we're the Bonds. We are newlyweds in our 20s, living for Jesus while just being real and open about our life. Figuring out your mission from God does not have to be complicated. Rather, it's simple. We bring you along as we talk about relationship, family, marriage, college life, simple living, and business. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to your life as we learn together every week and maybe have some laughs along the way. (laughs) Well, hello, you guys. Um, Welcome back to the Simple Mission Podcast. Um, This is our final episode for season three. So we usually end our season like just with a bang because we just know that we just want to leave y'all with some practical advice and just a big big topic that will you know leave y'all maybe wanting to listen to it again or uh, you can learn so much from from this episode so setting boundaries is something that a lot of people do struggle with and that's something that I did you know when I was growing up in church and all of that um, I know that David said that he struggled with it too as well but um, like he said in the beginning, like if, if you're feeling overworked or you're feeling underappreciated or you feel like burned out, like maybe you need to set some boundaries in your life. Um, so I wanted to give you two different resources that we were heavily influenced by that kind of, uh, I guess, inspired this episode. So the first one was the book called Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. And then another thing that I put on there, and I'll put, I'll be sure to put the link in the show notes, is a, a website called soulshepherding.org, and it's a blog post called Jesus Set Boundaries. So I got a lot of um, like insight from it, so I just wanted to let, let y'all know that it's not just from us. Like we, we are all learning something from someone or something, so we just wanted to share that with you if you want to, I just diving deeper in your own walk with the Lord with steady boundary. Yeah, so let's start by kind of understanding what boundaries mean. Um, boundaries is, honestly, defining boundaries is setting mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual boundaries for our lives to help us distinguish what is our responsibility and what isn't. That simple. It's that simple. And, you know, Leanna and I have been on this boundaries walk pretty much this year. We've read like this book um, that Leanna referenced, and it's really amazing. It really opened up our eyes to a lot of things. And there's different things that we want to talk about. But first, before we dive into that, we do have a blog post on this topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, and that too. That we want to share, you know, and that blog post is really written from Leanne and I's hearts and um, kind of what we implemented. This is not the same as that one, but it's similar. But, you know, this is more like just a a talk about about boundaries with Leanne and David type of style. A segment. (laughs) Yeah, a little segment. 
So what are some lies that we can debunk about setting boundaries? Yeah, so we're going to share just a couple of them. And if it's something that you have believed in your mind, we're going to quickly like debunk it and, and I guess explain why. So the first one is, it's a lie. You are, not, you are a selfish person to set boundaries. That is a lie. The second one is, you are not being loving towards people if you have set boundaries with them. You want to say the other few? Sure. It's not okay to say no. Simply let your yeses be yeses and your no be noes. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. And that comes from Matthew 5, 37. So that, so that Bible verse basically helps you, I guess, debunk that's a lie. Like, so the lie is it's not okay to say no. The Bible verse says, yes, you can say yes, and then you can say no. You know, that's from Matthew 5.37. So it's crazy to see the Bible is contrasting from, like, that lie. Um, what's the next one? Here's, a, here's what I think the biggest one. If you are free, then you have to say yes. That's oh. a lie. <laughs> Well, that's the thing that I think so many of us, like, struggle with. This is something I struggled with when I was, you know, serving in church. Like, if I had the time, then I had it. I felt like I had to say yes because people were, people knew, like, like, you know, back then I was a college student and they're like, oh, you don't have classes, so why don't you just come and help out? It's like, I don't want to, but I have to say yes because they kind of, like, know that I'm a student and I should have all the time in the world to serve and help out and stuff like that that's just one little tiny example um so that all of the lies that we wanted to like bring up that maybe you're listening to this episode thinking oh like i don't need to set boundaries or boundaries is a selfish thing and we wanted to stay out you know all of those lies to maybe rethink about your idea your old like way of thinking about boundaries i guess yeah and so what I think of boundaries, if, if some of you think, oh, well, I don't have boundaries in my life, like I don't need to set any, like, you know, um, but think again, we all live within boundaries some sort of way, you know, whether you live um, in an apartment or a home or a townhome or a condo, you have boundaries in your living space, whether that's a wall separating your neighbors or you live in a tent or you live in an RV, you know, <laughs> there are boundaries that are set um, in place for everyone. And I guess one of the iconic boundaries examples, and you don't really think of this, this is an example, but, um, the album cover of the Beatles, I think, and they were London, they were crossing that crosswalk. Uh They are walking on a crosswalk boundary. They are literally the, that photo inspired probably millions of people. And they, that is an example of setting boundaries. They are actually within a boundary themselves, so they don't get injured by like the crazy cars that drive by. <laughs> yeah. And so, so people like people love like people love that photo, and it, and and it's crazy. But people actually want boundaries in their lives, whether they realize it or not. It's something that we're drawn to, we're attracted to, because if we live without boundaries, any kind of boundary, it's chaos. And there's no, there's no like structure. There's no, there's no way of, of this the way of that. It's, it's a free for all. And that's not what God ordained us. And that's not how God developed us and created us to be 
a part of his kingdom. Yeah. Wow. That, that was a powerful word. Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up that I just added to our notes when we were at church um, yesterday and our pastor was talking about, you know, um, you know, how we live in ruin and um, all these broken walls that are around us. You know, this is obviously a metaphor, but and he quoted the Bible verse, uh, Proverbs 25 and 28 and it really impacted me I was like I have to add this to this episode because it clearly um I just define the opposite of what happened um in your life if you don't have boundaries or you don't have walls and obviously we're not saying oh you always have to put up a wall and like push people away that's something we're going to address further in the episode like that's not the reason why we should set boundaries so here's a bible verse it says a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls so that kind of like an example of what happened if a person doesn't have any self-control any way of setting boundaries or have any walls set up to protect themselves is like a city broken into. So, when did this shit off? That's good. So let's kind of talk more about the a little bit about what the Bible says about boundaries. And Leanna kind of started with this verse, but did Jesus Christ Himself have boundaries? Like, how did that look like? And like, how can we learn from that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Um, one of the things that he did a lot, and I'm pretty sure if you read all of the gospel, you might have caught it at one point or another. But if you don't know about this, he often, um, Jesus often withdrew from teaching people and or being with the crowd or being with the disciples just to go to a quiet place that, with no one else around, often to a mountain, and he would go and pray. Because he knew the importance of connecting with his father, God, in prayer, and in silence, and without distraction. He didn't just continue with his work or teaching nonstop, 24-7, even though, obviously, he totally had the ability to do so because he is the son of God. uh, And he could have kept working and teaching if he wanted to all day, all night. But he didn't do that. He did this to teach us and to model for us to model after to do the same thing. Dang. Yeah, so with 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 the Bible verse that Leanna read a little bit ago and then learning about what Jesus did with boundaries, so this is kind of like setting a foundation as we understand boundaries and what it means. Because mm-hmm. if, if you have no idea, like, hey, I have no idea how I set boundaries in my life. I don't even know if I do. I'm pretty sure or I have boundaries. Or that you need it. Or that you need it. This is going to try to help us understand about how we need it and why we need it and why it's so very important in our lives, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I wanted to point out before we move on to like the, the practical side of setting boundaries, um, if we don't have any boundaries set in place, you know, we didn't end up, you know, burned out, frazzled, like low in energy, stressed out, we lose interest and we forget our why, and we lose ourselves, and we forget our identity in Jesus Christ. So that's why it's so important to set boundaries, and um, we're going to go into that right now. Cool. So let's kind of look at a day in the life of Leanna and David. So um, before we started looking into this, I guess it was 2020 and, you know, uh, 2019, early on in our marriage, even in our personal lives, we didn't really know about boundaries. I really have never 
really heard of it. I mean, I've heard of it, but I really didn't really apply or, under, or, or understand it in my own life. And I know like people say, oh, I don't have boundaries, but like, I guess I did. I just didn't realize that I had a, like a set amount of boundaries, but maybe some of those boundaries weren't as good, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, do you want to start with your little story? So yeah. we're going to give you a little, a little experience about what life was like before boundaries and maybe what life was like after boundaries with just some small little examples and stories yeah so i know that um if you're listening you may have a hard time like thinking of an example or your situation in life that you might need some boundaries so i just wanted to share like my point of view and my um story on what happened in my life when i didn't have any boundaries that so i kind of brought it up about serving in church um, I used to be a part of my church youth group, and I was a youth leader. And I share all of this on, in the blog post that we wrote, and so we'll, we'll be sure to link that in the show notes if you want to read a little bit more than that. Um, and so I was helping out, and I was serving, and this is where I got really burned out because of the culture of fear. And the thing is about, you know, this youth group that was in um it it wasn't a culture of fear like right right away right at the beginning it's some it's something that happened it's really hard to explain but it's something that happened over time like so like so like the pastor would make little comments like oh like um if you're just sitting at home then you're not being a good leader because you can be over here helping out at the church and so little by little just like little comments like that made us very like afraid not it's not like oh, we're afraid for our life, but we were afraid to like let this person down and to let like God down ultimately. But obviously later on, I knew that's not even possible. Like we can, you know, we, we can fall short and we can, um, you know, make mistakes, but God is never going to turn away. But I didn't believe that at the time and I didn't realize that at the time. Um, And so I, I got a little more deeper in the blog post, but I don't remember exactly what I wrote but um so my mom really had to like you know sit me down and be like hey Leanna um you know you can say no you don't have to always show up when this person wants you to show up you don't always have to be there super early like you don't always 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 have to do this you can say no you can you know focus on your homework because I was in college at the time and I (laughs) was putting church above my like my schoolwork which is not good um and so she was like it's okay to say no if you need to finish up writing for your uh like your essay and stuff like that and I was like no I can't mom like I can't and she's like why I'm like because she's like why and so once she had asked me why I was like oh I just I'm trying to please this person I'm trying to like win his favor rather than you know, serving with a good heart and wanting to serve because God has called me to serve. So it was a really, I guess, rough time and phase in my life. It was probably for like a couple of years that I was going through that, about maybe four to five years. Um, And so because of this, you know, when I got out of it, I actually got out of that group. I stopped, you know, becoming a leader. And I was still attending church like, on Sundays. I wasn't going on Wednesdays. That was when we were serving a lot. Um, I got really burned out on serving. And I 
I think because of this, I became really pessimistic and cynical about people, and I isolated myself from fear of being used and overused and mistreated over and over again, which is not the greatest reaction, but that was just how I initially reacted from, I guess, being mistreated over and over again because I was trying to win this person's favor. Um, and I became such a people pleaser, and it was really, really, really hard for me to say no. Um, and it's because I didn't know about setting boundaries and the importance of having boundaries like in my own life. So that's just my little story. Wow. I don't know if uh, many of you can relate to that, but, uh, you know, um, I sure could. So thanks mm-hmm. for the sharing that. Yeah. yeah. I want to help y'all. Yeah. So. I guess it's my turn. Yes, please. You go ahead and share. <laughs> I'll share. So I kind of wanted to jump into a little bit of a little bit of a different topic that I wrote about. Um, I kind of wanted to talk more about like work-life balance. Ooh. Ooh. You have a lot to share on that one, Scary right? Scary topic. Yeah. So I will say that before I read this book and before I started on this boundary walk, I had a really hard time, you know, saying no within my career and within my coworkers and my bosses and stuff like that. And so, you know, um, I over the over the years, you know, I wanted to please them and like, hey, like, you know, you're supposed to respect your boss. But, you know, when it comes down to like overly pleasing them, that's when things can get a little messy. And so you know, I was new and I didn't really know what I was doing. And so for, for, for many, many years, I let, um, the company that I work for basically run my life. And mm-hmm. so there, I didn't really have a whole lot of life balance. I had a lot of work, I guess, but there was no <laughs> life to that. So I had a really hard time with it. You know, my phone was always blowing up and I don't know if a lot of you probably can relate to that, but you know, and so as of this year, I started doing things different. Like I started setting a time when I'm going to work on my phone or on the computer or when I'm driving, you know, or, or I'm going to, you know, hey, like make conversations shorter, like just get straight to the point, you know, no like sidewinding conversations so that uh, so the time's not wasted. And so there are many things that I started doing this year. Um, that has really, really helped. And I will say that I, I, as of this year, I really do enjoy my job way better just by setting a small boundary and not letting my company run me, but me enjoy work at the company that I work for. And Mm -hmm. so there's a huge difference. And if some of you have no idea what I'm talking about, like just try to set one boundary within your workplace, something reasonable and just see how much better it is. You know, mm-hmm. um, so, and I hear this all the time for people that are working like, oh, like I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do this. I was talking to a friend the other day and he says he gets up at three to four o'clock in the morning and goes and works in his garden before he leaves, you know, at seven o'clock. And, and he literally told me, he goes, David, like <laughs> you have to make time for what you want to do. You know, you can't, you, you can't say that all your life. Like, oh, I don't have time for this. Oh, work's busy right now. I don't have time. Like, no, like, you have to make time. So I was really inspired by that. He, mm-hmm. he really challenged me a lot. And I was like, man, that was really good. So if you're crunched on time, why don't you start eliminating some things that take up too much of your time that aren't required or that aren't a necessity to your workplace? If that's, mm-hmm. you know, talking on the phone five minutes, five minutes less a day or 10 minutes less a day, that's a boundary, you know, mm-hmm. or an hour. Um, oh, wow. An hour. 
Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised. So <laughs> I was actually listening to the radio station. It's kind of a side, a little side note here. On on my way to work, and I was listening to my usually my country music or my Christian music. <laughs> I usually listen to those two. And the DJ came on. I don't know who she was. I don't know her name, but um, she was basically saying how she has no time outside of work to be a cool wife, a supporting mother, eat all the right foods and healthy foods, maintain a healthy body, all while continuing to hang out with her friends, constantly communicating with her family, and all of the above. And so she was basically discouraged. And she's like, hey, like, if there are people out there that are listening, like, like I hear y'all, I'm struggling with you right now. And I could literally feel people on the other side of me while I was driving my car just be like, I feel you. I understand that. You see everyone was listening to I it. I thought everybody was listening to it, and it was crazy. And then <laughs> the basically the DJ just ended it right there. I guess it was more of a sympathetic call out, like, hey, I understand if you're struggling, I'm struggling too. Mm-hmm. But she gave no resolution to it, no solution to it. And I just wanted to jump on the mic and be like, it's because you're not setting boundaries. Like, yell really loud. Like, like with like a. You wanted to like talk back to the. I not wanted talk to back. talk back to the radio person yeah. and be like, hey, tell them it's because of this. And so, anyways, they kind of left us hanging. And I was like, oh my well, gosh. What was the question that they asked? They didn't ask. They said, how many of y'all are feeling like overworked? Like you don't have enough time in the day in the day to do stuff. And that's all they said. That's all they said. No whenever solution. You're, no. Oh wow. Whenever you're a radio disc jockey, you don't talk to people you talk to yourself there's no one to talk to you basically I- interact with yourself and think that people are going oh respond. so the dj was the, the 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 woman that said i'm struggling with it yes oh i thought it was holler that called in no no okay. no it was a comment this was all by the dj she was talking about so anyway so Sorry. so Go this ahead. person on like who was talking on the radio, the DJ, she was very desperate for, I guess, somebody to help her out. And so, you know, I really feel like there's a lot of people out there that are struggling with a work-life balance. And um, and instead of, you know, taking, instead of letting your career and your employer or your job take a hold of you, you know, you can take a hold of it and be able to say no and say yes to certain things like you've never said before and so, you know, it is possible to be all that you can be in your workplace and in your personal life while setting good boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. And so within your workplace or within your personal life, you may need to, you know, go get a good haircut, if you will, or to trim back on some things in order to let your <laughs> I thought life you were telling everyone grow. to get a haircut. <laughs> no, it's, like, an, it's an analogy. I like the analogy. It's still, it's still with it. And so, you know, if you want your hair to grow in, sometimes it's better to get it cut short. Ooh, and so you amen. have to cut it off to be able to let it grow, to get all the frayed hairs off. You can say the same thing about pruning a uh, plant. Yeah, yeah. If you you're, cut if off you're all the dead stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Y'all can, you know, get some stuff. Anyways, that's my story. <laughs> so. Well, I like your story. I feel like, I feel like I'm not a career-driven person, like... Like, obviously, we're kind of, we're semi-entrepreneurs, I would say, but I'm not, like, I don't work for a company and stuff like that, so I don't understand, or I I, I don't know what that's like, so it's nice to hear, like, your take on it and your opinion and your experience, because I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all listening have experienced what he is, or he has experienced, so. 
with work and like trying to figure out how to stay off your phone, like your work phone and, you know, setting a time like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to on my work phone until, you know, nine, nine o'clock in the morning or eight in the morning or whatever. But it depends on everyone's situation. Yep. But just start small, start, start easy, start simple and then go from there. You know, like if, if you feel like you're really stressed out with one area within your work life, just look at that. In, in its entirety and try to figure out what you can cut back or what you can set a boundary on and it'll tremendously help you it'll tremendously impact you and you will be less stressed okay so the next session is all about um i guess i know sometimes it can be hard for people to see oh like how do i know if i need a boundary in this area of life or with this person or in my work or in my church and stuff like that. So we came up with, I'm really proud of it, but we came up with something called outside signal and inside signal. So a signal is obviously something that's like almost like a red light at your, uh, in your car that says like engine light, you need to check your engine because there's something wrong with it. So it's kind of the same thing as a signal, right? So the outside signal is the uh, external factors like people, situation, and more that's on the external outside of you. So do you want to list out some of some of those? Sure. And this is people show up at your door unannounced. These are all just examples, so yeah. you can think of more. These are examples. Feeling the need to avoid a certain person or their phone calls or text messages. Being guilt-tripped. Talked too horribly. Atmosphere of fear, manipulation, people getting angry when they don't get their way, when something occurs that's inconvenient or costly that wasn't asked of you ahead of time. The excuse of tradition. Ooh. There's probably way more that you might think of, like, shit from us. Oh, David, it's a mic. Um, there might be something else that you may have thought of that we didn't think of that, you know, you got some ideas from us saying some of the, uh, outside signal, but there's also inside signal, and these are all the internal factors that are going on inside of you. So, I'm going to say them out loud. If you're unhappy, if you're falling apart in some or every area of your life, if you're anxious, if you never have time or you're too busy... If you have passive aggression or you're non-confrontational, not being able to say no, people-pleasing, social media or phone addiction, if you're broke or almost broke from money or having a lot of debt. Yeah, that's a good one. Spiraling out of control. If you're exhausted, tired, you have no sleep, and you say, I am sorry, a lot. So these are all just some ideas, some insight signals that could give you um, some insights that you might need to set some boundaries with some areas of your life. So now we're going to go into the next section of where in your areas of life that you can look at to set boundaries. Cool. Okay. So thanks, Leanna. That was really good. And I know some of you all can think of more examples. Uh, you're probably listening right now. Like, oh, I have this or they didn't mention that. Well, that's that's great. Write it down. Um, let yeah, us maybe know take some it. notes. Maybe go back and listen and take some notes of what we said. You yeah. might need it. Cool. 
All right, so this is why why do we need to set boundaries, right? Actually setting the boundaries, but like why? So, you know, how can we take the next step and actually set boundaries or just one boundary? So take a take a good look at your life, whether that's inside signals or outside signals. You've got your health, relationships, work, school, church, marriage, social media, streaming services. Like Netflix. Yeah, or Disney Plus. <laughs> so take a look at all those. And I'm sure there's some other areas that like we missed. Um, and write down one or more areas that is causing you the most stress anxiety or non-enjoyable or it's like declining basically so you feel like you're slipping like in this area you feel like you're stressed out to the max you feel like you can't think of anything else but this because it's giving you so such anxiety take take it look at it and, and write it down mentally write it down or physically write it down so that you can identify what is causing you the most stress so that you can apply a boundary to it so that you can are able to see around it, see through it, and you can see what's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to put like disclaimers was uh, obviously you can't just quit your job or something unless you t- you can find a uh, I guess another what do you call it alternative route. Yeah, like an alternative route. Like, oh hey, I'm gonna quit this job. I got this other job on the line. I'm gonna you know take take on but obviously we can't just quit our job we can't just quit you know college and all of that you know if 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 it's the thing that is stressing you out or giving you a lot of anxiety but like david shared from his experience of work-life balance um, you can manage it by setting smaller boundaries within that area of your life that can allow you to maybe enjoy it better or manage it better so if you wanted to say that like don't just you know we're not saying quit your job or, you know, you drop out of college and stuff like that. That's causing you a lot of anxiety because that's just a very small portion of your life. But, you know, you know, just look at it, just review it, see if you can find other ways around it or find an alternative job or college or something like that for you. I wanted to put that disclaimer out there. <laughs> and also, too, one thing that um, one of my, I guess, mentors told me recently is that a lot of times when you're dealing with people and I guess situations which we all deal with every day is that if you have a problem with somebody how are they going to know that you have a problem with them (laughs) if you don't tell them that hey I have a problem with you I don't like the way you're doing this or hey I don't like the way that you're xyz most confrontational, I guess, issues come from the fact that they did not know that they were upset with somebody or that they had a problem with somebody or that they're Or that they were doing something toes. or saying something wrong that they didn't know about. Yeah. So I love, I love how he said this. He said, how is somebody going to know that you have a problem or that you're upset with them if they don't actually know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, whoa, that's really good. Wow. And it's really hard. To do that, but that is probably the easiest boundary you can start applying today. Not saying like, oh, like go tell somebody off, but like, hey, like if you're having issues with somebody, like whether it's your neighbor, your mom, your dad, your friend, your siblings, your wife, who knows? Why don't you try talking with them and say, hey, like I feel like I'm not heard, or I feel like 
you know, that you do this, this, and this. Like, can we work on this together? Or if your neighbor is doing something crazy, like playing music really loud or like throwing trash in your yard, like, you Like know, all the time. Not like a one-time deal and you tell them off. Like, that's kind of rude. But if they do this all the time, then you have the right to say, say yeah, something. Yeah, go up and talk to them. You know, a lot of people struggle nowadays with talking to their neighbors, with telling them how they feel, with telling friends and family how they feel so i sorry this was like completely okay. sidetracked but i feel I like, like that's this. the first like, way to start if, you, if you're wanting to start you have no thought process i don't know where to start i don't know where to begin even within your jobs like we all struggle with different people we all have problems with some people <laughs> but maybe they don't know that you have a problem with them yeah, it's just communicating it. Like, it's not, like, confronting the person. Like, if that's something that really scares you, just talk it out. Like, hey, um, let's say, uh, you know, Bob, for example. Hey, Bob, like, the other day when you said that um, I wasn't, you know, a good worker because I showed up late that one time. You know, I really didn't like that you said that. I, you know, I, I was really late because S, Y, and D. And you, you didn't understand that about me. But I just want to let you know that because that really hurt my feeling. He'll be like, hey, bro, it's good. But then if he's like, hey, like, that's not my problem, then, you know, at least you said your piece and he, he can work on that. That's the one thing you have to realize is even if you confront a person or communicate to them your boundaries or something that you didn't like or you don't want to keep doing anymore, and if they don't understand that, that's something that they have to work on in their own heart, then you have to just, you know, pray for them. And yeah. it, that's something that's really, really, really hard because praying for them is not easy. It's not the, it's not our re- first reaction. Oh, I'm going to pray for this person because they disagree with me. Like, that's not, that's yeah. not our first, you know, human reaction. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. That's but that, that, that's really important. It's just, communicate it and um it can be really hard to i guess just to bring it up like that's the hard part about setting your boundaries just bringing it up especially if it seems like out of nowhere yeah yeah especially (laughs) well that's good and also to like be ready for some sort of backlash or some sort of comment i mean you know even if it's like respectful even if it's a respectful backlash or comment like just kind of be be prepared for that because that's what happens whenever boundaries are starting to be set in the very beginning phases and you have to be you both have to learn to respect each other and, and to respect what each other's are feelings mm-hmm. and to respect like how their boundaries are, you know? And so um if people do not respect those boundaries, it's okay to distance yourself for a little while and and still love them anyways. You know, it's it's a true reflection on their part that reveals who they truly are, and it is up to them to decide what to do about it, to change their bad habits or to be stuck in their ways. Mm -hmm. That's a quote from the book, Boundaries, and I love that quote. It's really good. But, you know, um, if if push comes to shove and, you know, your boundaries are not being respected, it's okay to distance yourself. You know, sometimes that's that's the best way to love somebody. Um, And so. Like, for instance, you know, like, you know, David just said that. You know, if you're talked to horribly or, you know, your family is talked down upon from a different family member or this is all just example um, and stuff like that. Those are all obviously, you know, external or outside signals, right? And um, so you're trying to set a boundary that, okay, you can't stay, 
you can't talk to me like that anymore or you can't do stuff like that around me or around my family like that anymore. I'm not going to put up with it. We're setting a boundary. Um, we don't want this anymore. And then if that person, you know, doesn't want it, you know, follow through on that, then that's the time to distance yourself for a little while to show that you um, mean it. You mean you meant what you said and you're not going to be like okay okay i'm sorry i'm sorry like don't say i'm sorry <laughs> follow through with it you know yeah so that's something to really think about and that's something you have to really pray about and ask god for wisdom and guidance you know you don't have to do it by yourself like the holy spirit will help you uh because it's biblical to set boundaries it's not selfish you're trying to protect yourself protect your family protect your loved one and even protect your relationship that you care about especially when you're having to show a lot of tough love um in terms of setting a boundary like with them Hmm. wow that's good so how can we set a little bit of boundaries within our marriage Hmm. or relationships like how can that be brought up like communicate and highlight you know the any issues of a lack of boundary in a certain area maybe Mm -hmm. you know this can be anything from communication to sex and intimacy and personally we have set boundaries you know when it comes to that on what is comfortable or or what we're not comfortable with Mm -hmm. you know and so you know like communication is really big and um, for us and so yeah so i'm just gonna kind of leave it at that <laughs> yeah well there's but, a, i mean there's a few more like you know like friendship with the opposite sex or texting or dming or email but you know behind the thoughts back like that's a boundary you need you need to set and that comes with honesty and transparency um and also like with social media and there's so much more that you can go into this like boundaries is like endless you can there's all kinds of ways to set a boundary like i'm gonna set a boundary with myself and trying not to eat french fries every day like that's a a boundary right there like (laughs) i don't eat i don't eat french fries every day but it's just an example i can think of like there's all kinds of boundaries that you can set that we can't even cover in one episode so that's just an example with marriage um point of view um and if you're more interested in that um we have an episode that we came out with recently called um purity within marriage it's not all about you so check that out if you're interested in um fighting for your marriage dang doing some doing some cross marketing some some truth some cross marketing Ooh, (laughs) it's like within marketing it's like marketing within marketing okay cool (laughs) so reasons why setting boundaries are good for us um i guess i can think of a couple of things like setting boundaries actually brings more more quality um, into your relationships that you care about, you know, and, and I feel like that's really important, you know, wh- whether it's God, your marriage, your romantic relationship, family, friends, or community, you, you actually begin to start seeing more quality, whether that's the communication, the time, mm-hmm. the love, the, the service, you're probably whatever more you're present. doing. You're probably more present with them, especially yeah. if you're on your phone a lot, or you're watching TV all the time and you don't have like enough quality time with the people that you care about in your life so that's like one example of that it brings better quality of your relationship um setting boundaries can and also help you to bring better allocated time 
um, and energy into the areas you care about. So whether it's like a cool hobby that you love to do or whether you like writing or drawing or you like working out or you're like eating healthy, you like cooking. I mean, there's all different kinds of things. But, you know, setting the right boundaries in other areas of your life can not only help you bring more quality to your to your to your life, but to also better allocate the time and energy you have into the areas that you really are passionate about, you know. And so, hey, you know, maybe not all of us are passionate about what about what we do to bring home the bacon, but (laughs) we are we can be passionate about, you know, certain things that like we love to do, you know, that I guess is fun for us. And, mm-hmm. you know, or some of you all may love what you do and to like to bring home the bacon. But I feel like that, you know, there's got to be a point in time where you've got to live a little and, and instead of working mm-hmm. a little. Yeah. You know, and so instead of working a lot, really, like you need some time to live a little. And so this is kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, it it definitely goes into the area of like for us in our life, like we've been working out a lot more, eating a lot better because we want to allocate our time and energy and the things that we care about, which is, you know, feeling our body and taking care of our bodies and wanting to be stronger and um, to feel better about ourselves. And it's not really about the look, but we just want to feel good um that's one like thing that we had that boundaries in our life is like cutting out the bad stuff and the junk food and eating ice cream every night <laughs> um so that's like a really like no nah, we didn't do that we didn't eat ice cream every night we did when we first got married honey <laughs> and now the world knows yeah, we ate a bowl of ice cream every night. We, we did not eat a oh a bowl. I thought you meant like the whole like ice cream no, thing. We, we probably ate ice cream six times a week well, at we were, night. Well, we first got married and we were happy and we were all in, we wanted we were in La La Land and yeah. yeah. So and La then we, La Land and then the we realized we realized about maybe eight months into our marriage like oh my gosh we're gaining weight we gotta we gotta make some changes. <laughs> yep. Um. So the third one is the final reason is. Setting boundaries gives you the freedom to follow your God-given mission, which is what the podcast and the soul mission is all about. Um, you know, just dreaming, dreaming with God, dream with your spouse and your family. Just dream so big. You know, just be in constant prayer and worship with God. Write out your insights and your dream from the Holy Spirit. You know, just to know Him and His heart in the Bible and read the Bible and study it. I, we promise you that He will give you such a newfound joy in life and peace. So that's probably the biggest reason why setting boundaries is so dead for us. Dang, that's good. So I guess, you know, like we realize that this is scary to do and this may be uncomfortable or, or fearful to do. And as we were writing this and as I've been studying this and Lena and I have been studying this topic, like I feel like if I would have listened to this episode in my younger years, I probably would have avoided all of I probably would have avoided a lot of unnecessary stress and headache in my in my young life. And but I, I, I didn't listen. I don't know. I guess it's not that I didn't listen, but I feel like nobody talked to me about this. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't talked about back then. Maybe they did, but maybe it was in, like in another way. I don't know. But I, I wish that I, I would have heard this a long time ago. And now that I know, you know, what's going on, and now you all know what's going on, so you can start applying this. And, you know, you don't have to be, you know, 100 plus years old wishing you would have said no to this person or said no to this something 
that mm-hmm. would have changed an outcome. And so, you know, like you're not alone out there. Just know that. And you you can always call on the Lord and he'll be there all the time. Even whenever you don't call him, he's still there. Mm-hmm. So one last thing uh, I wanted to bring up before we end this episode is, you know, I brought up, you know, our following our God-given mission is why we, is why setting boundaries is really important. Um, if you like thought to yourself, well, I don't know what my mission is. I don't know what my purpose in life is. Uh, we have so many blog posts and podcast episodes um, that we have done that you can like look into, just start it in, binge listen, whatever you want to do. Um, do, um, just check it out at thesimplemission.com and you can find everything there. Um, we hope that you enjoy it. And so, yeah, so this episode was so much fun to record. Um, we really just wanted to end the season with a bang and, um, I guess we'll let you know whenever the next season comes out. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can say thank you is to share your support. If you could take a quick screenshot of the episode, tag it at The Simple Mission, and share it online, it could make a huge difference for us, while also spreading hope and light to your friends and family. If you haven't done so, please just give us a star rating and a review on iTunes. This small act will take one minute of your time, but it could potentially change lives forever for the glory of God. Thank you for listening. See you next time.